Welcome to the Dream Mentorship Podcast, where we interview everyday women making a difference in their lives and communities. From doctors to stay-at-home mamas, CEOs who work hard with no drama, this is where you come to dream and be inspired. Because at Dream Mentorship, we believe that every dream is valid. Here's our host and founder, Mac Jane Creighton. Hey dreamers, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Dream Mentorship Podcast. Every single week, we bring you inspirational women with the hope that their stories will inspire you to go live your dream. And our guest today is an amazing woman. She is not a guest to the Dream Mentorship community. Uh, she's a part of our family. We call her sis. You know what I mean? Um, she is an amazing woman. She is an Air Force veteran and a socially responsible entrepreneur. Uh, she loves her community and loves being a servant leader. As uh, much as I've come to know her uh, for the past year, especially, is her love for God and the things of God. She loves empowering others and, and helping them see their wealth. When she's not working or serving the community, she enjoys shopping at thrift stores and repurposing furniture. And I can tell y'all, that is absolutely true. I've been on a call with her and I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I am repurposing furniture. That's exciting for me. I've never really seen anybody who does that. So it's cool to see that. And also uh, in, with all this great stuff that she does, uh, and we're going to talk about her position. Uh, she's actually the president and community liaison at uh, Collective Impact, and we'll get to talk about that. Um, but she's also a mother to her wonderful 15-year-old son, Zion, and she has two, four babies, Max and Lily. She has a lot of uh, background in branding, marketing, team building, company management, development coach. So if any of those areas that I just mentioned right now speak to you, and you're thinking that absolutely I want to learn from her, put your notepad out, get a writing pad ready, get your notes. And if you're driving while listening to this, remember when you can pull over to get some notes and take notes because this will absolutely make an, a difference in your life. Okay. All right. So without further ado, I'm excited. Are you excited? Join me today to welcome to the podcast, my dear friend, Roshanda Williams. Welcome to the podcast, Roshanda. Welcome. Thank you for having me, MJ. I love your introduction. I'm just going to have you with me everywhere I go. And you just talk <laughs> for me. You just do it. So thank you for that. Thanks for having me. Hello, Dream Mentor community. Well, thank you so much. Um, I was Before I got on the um, podcast, I was telling myself, I said, I know for a fact that Roshanda is going to wear yellow. Uh <laughs> Branding. You got to be true to your brand. Right. I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe I should wear something yellow because I am so sure she's going to wear that. So let's kind of start from there because you are all things yellow. And, then, you know, of course, that is your thing. Um, tell us why yellow and tell us about how that connects to your brand with Collective Impact. So we talk about branding, right? Staying true to your brand. So our brand colors for Collective Impact is yellow, black, and gray. And as a marketing professional, 
um, there is definitely psychology behind the colors uh, that are chosen. So yellow is bold, it's bright, it's warm, it's welcoming. And I mean, you can't miss it, right? I'm walking down the street, you don't see me in yellow, right? So it's just uh, what we want our community to feel invited information that we're going to give is going to be bold, but it's going to be laced with love. So it is definitely true to um, our brand and my brand personally, as a person, you can have your brand and what you create, right? So that's definitely me. I feel I'm a warm, inviting person. I'm that friend that's going to tell you, I love you, but you know, that wasn't right, sis, <laughs> but with love, you know? So yeah, that's it. I love, I love um, yellow. And it is um, very warm and inviting. Awesome. I love that. Uh, I, I don't think I've, I knew that, um, but I was just curious to kind of find out why yellow. Um, talking about, you know, you being warm and inviting, I absolutely believe that. Um, you didn't know me from Adam. I just had a baby and you went to my um, uh, oh. baby registry and just got all stuff. I know you don't want me saying that, but... I truly believe um, you have a really heart of gold, really. Um, so tell me about yourself growing up. Was that something you've always done? Um, how did all of this come together? Because, you know, someone's re you know, reading your bio, Air Force veteran and someone who is so kind, is kind of like, uh, I don't see that. Like, how, do, how does this tough person, in quotes, um, mm. become warm and fuzzy at the same time? So tell us a little bit about your growing up and how all of that tied together. Absolutely. You know, um, it, just a funny side story. They do call me Sergeant Sunshine on base. So this is always who I've been. Uh, even as a child uh, growing up, I was the only child till I was 15 years old, right? So my baby sister and I, it's a big gap between us. So with that being said, with my optimistic and friendly personality, my mother, she raised a lot of children, <laughs> a lot of children that are still in my friends today, right? So I was always bringing together different friend groups and um, like when we would play Barbies or whatever, you know, so I would assess the situation like, you know, Lisa, she's got the accessories. I got the Barbie clothes, you know, and, and Asia, she got this, you know, so you bring this, you bring that. So everybody bringing what they have. And of course, being the only child, we would always come play at my house because we didn't have to be bothered with anybody else's siblings. Right. So um, always been just a lover of people. Um, a student um, and just, you know, uh, as the only child, you know, I would just didn't meet anyone who wasn't a friend, right? Um, so that definitely is uh, the center of who I am. And then being in the military, you know, we're all about community, right? We're all about everyone working together for the greater good. So uh, all things work together for the good for those who love God are called according to his will, right? So when I think back on those things, growing up, everything that we need is already inside of us, right? Um, and just realizing those strengths and what you're good at and then bringing that together. And that's how you walk in purpose. Mm -hmm.
Yeah, I love that. Talking about purpose. Um, I know we've talked about this before, personally, how you've always thought you were going to have a nonprofit. And now what you do is not a nonprofit, but it does help nonprofit. It serves nonprofit executives and, you know, people who are in the nonprofit sector. Um, just hearing you talk about, you know, the gifts and the talents that are inside of us as we grow. Uh, what would you say growing up were some of your greatest strengths that have made you who you the woman you are today um being able to see the good in everyone right being able to speak to and empower that part of people empowering them to be who they are accepting them for who they are right uh loving them no matter what right um, so that is one thing I, and, and again, I have a lot of childhood friends who are still my friends to this day, right? Just being able to see the beauty in everyone and everything, right? Um, we want to see people the way God sees us, right? And it definitely starts with seeing yourself as God sees you, right? That way you're able to extend that out. So, um, just, and then with that, giving yourself grace, because like you said, um, I, I started the nonprofit organization and um, I always talk about my quarantine experience. And, um, but before that, you know, paying attention to how God leads and speaks to me, right? Um, like you said, I'm Air Force veteran. I was stationed in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Um, always been from Ohio, born and raised, stayed in um, Phoenix, um, then I went, guard which is part-time military but i stayed in uh, phoenix and there just was no grace there um had just uh graduated with my degree in advertising and marketing so you know you just graduate you like oh i'm gonna work at these advertising agencies i'm gonna do all this incredible stuff but i was always drawn to the nonprofit sector i actually did uh, internship with uh, a Special Olympics of Arizona. So I was always drawn to the nonprofit sector, volunteered a lot, you know, it's kind of mandatory in the military, but I enjoy doing it. I would seek out opportunities to help the community. And um, there just was no grace there. You know, I, I, this MJ, I interviewed for just about every advertising agency in Phoenix, Arizona, and it just wasn't working. And then I got to the point, the last interview, I was like, okay, Lord, this is in your hands. If I get it, good. But if I don't get it, I'll move back home to Ohio, right? Mm -hmm. So didn't get it, right? So um, started to make that transition back to Ohio. And when I tell you, when you get in his alignment with him, there is just a grace and a flow and an ease there. A friend of mine, she actually had her husband drive with me from Arizona to Indiana. He caught a plane back to uh, Arizona. So it was me, my truck, a truckload of, of stuff, um, I sent my son ahead of time, so he flew in. So I have my and my two dogs. So I don't know if you ever did cross country. I feel like it's like traveling with babies. Like you know, it was it was a whole thing, right? But the grace, he would just he just made a way, and it was so simple, you know. And um, so fast forward, moved back to Ohio, and 
always loved nonprofits, really felt a connection to that, right? Um, and so I started a nonprofit in 2017 and started the same thing, started noticing there was no grace there. I'm just doing, 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 working hard, connecting with people, it just wasn't falling through. So I said, aha, wait a minute. We haven't been here before. I know this feeling, right? I We've been here before. So then, of course, 2020, uh, everything shut down. And I finally had time to just sit in God's presence. Wasn't ripping and running, doing all the things, all the things. Had that time just to sit in his presence and just surrender. Like, literally, I was on my face crying alligator tears in my prayer room like lord when you wanted me to help your people i'm doing it what what is what am i missing here you know and so he so lovingly uh nudged me that um this was only a part of it you know mm -hmm. so i got a little bit of it her nonprofit and was like okay lord i got it from here i'm out i'll, I'll come back i'll check in if i need your help sir right <laughs> and um he knows us he knows us and he knows how we are so he just let me wear myself out till I come crawling back to the Lord okay there's no grace here what am I missing um and and the revelation the downloads of it right so even though you know that time was lost um running the nonprofit I still learned so much and I can relate to our audience more because I've been there, right? I've done it. It's not just something I read, not just something I saw, you know, I have the experience, good or bad, you know, um, where to, to meet our community where they are. Um, so I took all those lessons and those nicks and those skins on my, my elbows and stuff and, um, and learned from it and then started connecting with others um, to work together for-profit organizations, bringing the skills of for-profit organizations to the passion of nonprofit organizations so that they can run their businesses because nonprofits are businesses, right? Mm -hmm. So that they can run their businesses better. Absolutely. I love it. And I love what Collective Impact is about. And even now, even though I, I know about Collective Impact, but just hearing you share about it, it makes more sense to me. Collective impact yeah. we're making <laughs> an impact together collectively Absolutely. um a lot to unpack in what you said and i'm just trying to figure out what direction i want to go next um i wanted to talk to you more also um you talked about you know when you you know you graduate in from um an advertising degree you you know the stuff that you you know a lot of people feel like yeah absolutely i once i graduate i'm gonna get xyz i'm gonna do this and do that and we have all those plans mm. well, actually this morning i was praying about that like god i give you my plans because you know we want to make the plans we and they'll be like god you know, I just need you to endorse it. Um, <laughs> right. Endorse this plan. Like, you know, I want to do this, do that. And a lot of times um, that's not how life goes. And sometimes social media makes it feel like everybody else is accomplishing and doing. And you're watching them like, well, this person graduated and got a job. That person got this, that person did that why can it not be my case? So I want you to talk to that young lady or um, young personal woman, depending on what phase of life they are in, who is like trying very hard this time and crying like, okay, God, 
what am I doing wrong? Speak to them on what, you know, how to get out of that hump, how to get over that um, feeling like, okay, I'm not moving forward. I, I'm not progressing. Um, I don't, I can't see my way out of this. And this doesn't make any sense. I thought by now I'll be, you know, married, or I thought by now I would have had my keys. I thought by now I would have graduated, whatever it is for them in the season of life that they are in. Um, can you speak to them? Absolutely. Um, we've all been there. And it's not a place to run from or not like, right? So on reflection, that young woman who had those dreams and those, those aspirations, you know, um, it was something that I enjoyed, right? So our life is not our own, right? We have been bought with a price. So just really surrendering, just right. surrendering your will, your plans. And then in that praying, like, like God is so good. Like you can ask specific questions, right? You don't have to do this overall, you know, whatever. You can be strategic with your prayers, right? And say, Lord, what is the root of this? What am I missing? Reveal my motive, right? And he will start to show you things, right? This is why you wanted that. Um, like you said about social media, um, is this really something that I'm good at or is this something that I'm doing because, you know, man applauds it, right? Um, that was not the traditional way for me. And I think about why I was into advertising and marketing is that I was always an artistic child. Like I said, repurposing furniture and all of that. And then my family was like, uh, you gonna have to get a job, baby. You can't be drawing pictures and drawing cartoons sitting in front of the TV. You're going to have to get a job, right? So in my mind, it was that was bringing together the creativity and the business side of it was advertising, right? So just asking what the motive is, why do you want what you want? Mm -hmm. Did someone tell you this is what you need to do, you know? And then, of course, God has the final say, like you said, you know, many are our plans, but his plans prevail, right? And, and then in that, he will bring to your remembrance, like I talked about me playing with my friends and with the Barbies, you know, um, me always having a heart for social, um, social impact organizations, right? I, I say social impact organizations because I want to rebrand it from nonprofit because it has such a negative connotation, right? Um, so always, always working in the community, always drawing the social organizations, right? So then you start to do an inventory, like, okay, I'm good at this and what you're good at. Don't compare yourself to nobody. You are the standard. So why would you compare yourself to somebody else, right? Right? We are uniquely made. Each one of us have our own gifts. We are many members, but one body, okay? Mm -hmm. And so he will show you what it is that you're good at. Like I literally took a pen and paper down the middle. This is what I love. I think it was um, Dr. Miles Monroe said that the thing that drives you crazy, that just upsets you, that's what you were created to solve. Mm -hmm. So I always didn't like, you know, even when I was volunteering and working with, I did not like the chaos. Like, why? This does not have to be a hot mess. Just because we're a nonprofit don't mean one person got to do 300 jobs. 
Just because we're nonprofit don't mean we don't have no strategy or no structures. We can't be grant dependent. You know, those were the things that bothered me. And then not working together with organizations, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to do it all yourself. Like you can just partner with an organization. You can't do kittens and the homeless. Pick one, okay? Right? (laughs) So those are the things that always bothered me. So the gifts that he gave me is to be a connector, right? Mm-hmm. To bring people together, to see, see their strengths and help them, put them in a position where they can shine in their strengths, right? Not work against it because what I want you to do or what I, no, 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 put you in your lane, right? And God does the same thing to us. We, we look outside of ourselves for our purpose but it's always been in us. I was watching uh, Wizard of Oz the other day and I was like, oh my God, this this movie just like prophetically talked to me. (laughs) And you don't even think about it. You know, she, all the time, they had everything that they already needed, right? The the Tin Man, he was already smart. The the Scarecrow, you know, he had a heart. And, you know, and Dorothy, she could have been went home and she would have clicked her, her feet. She had the shoes already, you know, but thinking, you know, the Oz guy is going to help them. You know, it's so, it's so much like life. You know, we go to the source. God is the source. Mm. He is going to uh, set us up for success. So go to him in prayer. Ask them to reveal your motives yeah. and, and just speak to that. I love it. Um, um, it's funny that you talked about how we are all uniquely um, created. I just took the Clifton Strengths um, Test uh, Assessment. And uh, one of the notes, you know, they send you little reminders and stuff. Um, it said to me, I think it was this morning's reminder. It said, you are one in 33 million people. Mm to have these specific exact set of strengths and I was like wow wow I mean that caught my attention I had to read that again Mm. Um, you know I I love assessments and anyone who knows me know I love all those assessments so it was interesting to me to see that and I feel like a lot of people need to hear that that you are unique you are created uniquely for you not like anybody else and we're in this world of so much comparison 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 i want to be just like this person it's great to have role models um Mm -hmm. god has made all of us unique um so you're talking about that reminder you're talking about our strengths and how we're all you know created i want to talk about an area that i think is your strength uh, which is the fact that you bring god into every conversation um there's no conversation whether it's a text message (laughs) whether it's a phone call it is a zoom meeting that you do not bring god into that conversation and the reason why i bring this up is for those of our listeners who are listening who are either going into business or going into a non-profit world or anything and they feel like i can't talk about god i can't talk about my faith you know and it's true it's reality where a lot of times people tell you well if you're faith-based you probably can get certain type of grants or you can get funding or you can get um oh you you should take God out of your website. Why are you all so much about God, God, God? You know, you do hear those controversial um, things come up, unfortunately, in our world today. Um, can you talk about how you've been able to navigate that? Um, kind of give hope to our sisters out there who are like, I really want God at the core of what I've done. Truly, we should all have God at the core of everything we do. We cannot do anything without him. 
Um, that's the truth, it's fact. Um, um, but talk about that because it, it's one thing to know it in your head and it's another thing to leave it out, um, to say, okay, I, I love God, I know I love Jesus. Um, but when it comes to, when push comes to shove, you realize that mm, maybe if I change the sentence a little bit and don't put God in it, I can get that funding. Um, so you see where I'm going? Yeah, I don't want to get deeper into that, but talk about that because I really love how bold you are about Jesus and the things that you do with Collective Impact. Um, and I'm hoping that this will help somebody listening today. Absolutely. I was so excited when you said that. I was like, oh, that's easy. Um, so just like we're told in James 1, uh, 1 James 17, that every good and perfect gift comes from above, right? So we we're just talking about our gifts and our talents, right? So um, I heard it said, to me from him for them, right? So everything that we have comes from God. It's to us, but it's for them. We are all called to a certain industry. We were talking about that uh, book, uh, The Seven Mountain Prophecy, right? Um, which is a great book if you don't know your purpose or what area you're called to that definitely can help you out a lot. Um, so it all comes from him, right? So we are called to be managers and steward over not just money, not just relationships, not just the, the doggies and the cats. You know, we are called to steward over what he has given us. So if he has given me this gift, this vision of this business, right? It's not mine. It's not for me. It's not so I can be on the ground stunting, you know, look at me. It's, it's, it's not for that, right? It is, it's what I've gone through, the purpose that I have, the gift that I have is to help other individuals that he has given a vision to, to do community work and to serve others, right? So I'm always going to have him in the center of that, Anybody, any um, company or any consultant that we work with, I the, these are our core values. You got to love God, you got to love business, and you got to love people. So when I reach out to someone to invite them to be a part of the collective, that is in that email. That is a non-negotiable, and I am communicating what our expectations are. I'm communicating because you want to collaborate with purpose, right? Now, some people read that, and they're like, well, this ain't for me, right? And then I know, okay, I'm not going to push on it, you know? But this is what we stand for. All of our courses, everything are on the biblical principles of stewardship, unity and servant leadership, right? So that is the core of who we are and they're all biblical principles, right? So nothing will remain but the word of God. So why not, you know, have that to be your guiding force, your, your standard in your life? And it's okay to have standards. Some people have standards not to have standards and that is fine. I love you over there, but as far as me, and our business and anything that I touch, God is going to be the center of it because I am called to this. You have to protect the vision that God has given you. And those people who feel offended by it, they're not called to you. You're not called to serve them. And that is okay. No one has to be a villain. No one has to be an enemy here, right? We are just not called to that. And let me tell you, Matt Jane, even, I mean, I get so emotional. Whew. 
even with me connecting with you, Mac Jane, just to be led by the spirit, right? And it's like, I'm gonna reach out to her and instantly, instantly connected because it was a God ordained connection, right? Listen, God will take care of you. He will give you the provision for the vision as long as you keep it submitted to him move when he tell you to move and that little funding if i change the sentence or whatever listen god is the he is the bank yes <laughs> all he is so if i'm doing what he called me to do he gonna make a way north east southwest he gonna provide the finances the people for me to do what he called me to do right so having that conviction non-negotiable is key it is key and then also respecting other people's as well right Mm -hmm. so those that are like well you know I don't want to be a part of it that's fine God bless you you know and even those like when we have interns or apprentices you know I can kind of tell because we lead every prayer with we start every meeting everything prayer and everything this is not this is not uh, a act this is the core who we are right um, you know, and I can tell that they don't they don't know how to respond with it, but still they're learning and and it's ministering to them. So I don't want to be that, you know, super religious. Well, you don't love the Lord. Then th- no, because God is love. I can love you. He meet us where we are. I can meet you where you are. Doesn't mean I'm going to compromise who I am to accommodate you. Right. You're right. where you are. But, you know, and I hope to give them you know, motivate them to to find their convictions, find their non-negotiables, right? And then to communicate and and, and stand in that in a respectable, loving way. Yeah. Yes, that that is so great. And I'm glad that you were able to um, kind of explain it the way you did. Um, Just before we talk about collective impact, um, you know, of course, dream mentorship is all about, you know, inspiring women and telling them to go live their dreams. Um, And that's what we're really about. Um, From your experience, um, was there somebody that was that to you that said, Rashonda, go live your dream because it's valid. Go do what your God has called you to. um, And tell us how that impacted your life. I'm so blessed to have so many incredible people in my life. Um, Some were just for a season, um, some were for a lifetime, um, but God has always surrounded me with uh, loving, caring women. So one example, how you said that to a lot of people, like you're in the military? No way, yes way, right? Um, So as I was going up the ranks in the military, I was very blessed to have a senior master sergeant, Deanna Comack. Um, as my supervisor and she's a little bitty thing she's like four one she's just a little bitty thing all this rank all these responsibilities brilliant but she took care of her airmen right she was definitely a mama bear um, she would tell you about yourself when you was out of place but she did it with such love you know and then going back to that is this what you're supposed to do or is this what you think you're supposed to do because other people tell you that right so in the military you got to be hard you got to be this you got to be that and as I was going just getting in I was trying to find that balance of remaining who I am but then fitting in this role as a military person right but she showed me that look you can still get the job done 
Your role is not your identity. Mm. Always keep your identity of who you are as a person. What you do, your roles will change in life, but who you are, that does not change. So she showed me, look, you can be sharp in the military, handle your business, but you can still love people. You can still love God and you can still get the job done. So that's one person. Then Miss Olivia Holden, she is like a pillar in my community. She helps a lot of black owned businesses um, succeed. And, and, and I get, got a little bit from her too, right? Of uh, that, that business um, that love for business and, and understanding the industry and then sharing that information with others so that they can succeed, right? We're not hoarding information. I'm over here doing this. You go over there, you figure it out. No, 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 no. Because what is for me is for me. What I got oil for is for me. So what I know I can share with other people to bless them so that they can do what they do better. So that's just a few. And then, you know, of course, my father, my father was in the military. He was a very, very wise uh, man. Um, and so, you know, I just, I just a lot of blessing to have a lot of different people in my life to sow into me. And you can take a little here, you can take a little bit of this there. And even the ones who were not quote unquote, you know, great people, I still learned from them. I still learned how not to treat people. I still learned how not to hoard information. I, I, I saw what insecure leadership looked like and the impact it has on an environment, right? So that's what we're not gonna do, right? So all of it, just stay a student and keep learning and learning. And of course, your, your main book is, is the Bible. It's all there. There's nothing new under the sun. The same stuff that was going on then is going on now. Yes, that is so great. I love all those mentors that you just mentioned and how they've impacted your life. I definitely can see um, a little bit of them. I feel like I've met them already, <laughs> just looking at you. Um, as we wrap up today's conversation, I want to talk about collective impact. Um, tell us what you all do and how people can connect with you. Absolutely. So we are definitely... Um, our mission is to change the whole culture of the model of the social impact industry, right? So we bring together the skills and the experience of the for-profit world to come together to serve the passion and the vision uh, in the um, nonprofit sector, nonprofit leaders, specifically of color, because nonprofits led by um, people of color have extra barriers that they have to overcome. And a lot of them, and like we like to say, internal and external barriers. So, an internal barrier would be um, lack of communication skills or team building, right? Um, that would be an internal barrier that we have. And a lot of that goes down to mental. Um, your, your mindset, right? And, and MJ blessed our community a few months ago, and she taught a course called Leading with an Abundant Mindset, right? So again, all of our coursework, everything is based on those biblical principles, right? So um, bringing together for profits, their skills. So we got from grant writers, accountants, um, fundraisers, virtual assistance, which is so important in the nonprofit sector period, and especially for organizations led by people of color, because a lot of our organizations are self-funding, 
right? So the leaders are putting their own money into the impact through their organization, right? Um, so giving them the opportunity for things to still happen, you don't have to do everything, right? Um, you can have a virtual system to help you on the days that you're not working with and everything. So insurance, um, lawyers, we have a network. Again, everybody's vetted, right? Love God, love business, and love people, right? So we bring our network of awesome individuals who are great at what they do, have experience, have done all the things, got all the grants. Um, and then we bring them to the nonprofit sector through our app, which is filled with resources, um, blogs. Um, we have an impact toolkit, which has uh, templates, everything you need, like non-disclosure agreements, which every nonprofit should have and, and distribute to their boards, okay? Uh, a business plan. So the business plan uh, for nonprofits is a little more meatier. So it's going to have your fundraising plan, um, all of, it's called a developmental, business developmental plan, right? So what is your funding model? Like, how are you going to make money, not just depending on grants, right? Mm -hmm. um, so um, templates like that. And then we have our podcast, which is Leaders of Color, where we highlight a nonprofit leader. MJ was also on there as well. We had interviewed her uh, last year, I believe now. Yes. And um, so, so we have our app, which you can download in both stores filled with resources, and then we partner with other organizations um, that want to help and give back to their community. So one organization um, that is one of our affiliate partners is called Lip Revolt. So she is a for-profit organization that creates lipsticks. So she allows for social impact organizations to do fundraising with her products, right? To give back into the mission, right? Um, and that's just one of the many partners that we have that are focused on rebuilding um, the communities of color. Because um, when we work together collectively, everyone brings their skills, their gifts to the table. That is how we are going to rebuild our communities. And for me, I stay in my lane of branding and marketing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rashanda, for joining us on today's podcast. It was absolutely a pleasure to hear your story from this perspective. Um, um, and it's um, enlightening. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you want to get more information about Collective Impact, it's in the show notes. And we'll be sure um, to also connect you with Rashanda and her team. If you have questions or need to connect with them, if you're a nonprofit leader or trying to start out as a nonprofit, um, this is definitely an organization you want to get plugged into. Thank you again for sharing your story with us. I absolutely enjoyed interviewing you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. All right, people, this is a wrap. This is where we ended this conversation. We hope you absolutely enjoyed it and that it was truly inspirational to you. Um, if you are thinking about looking for something inspirational to help you or, you know, kind of push you, give you that nudge towards your dreams and personal growth, we have a program just for that. Coming up this summer, we get to teach you about financial literacy. We get to teach you on who you are, your, your own strengths, what, what is your unique strength, what is your purpose, what has God called you to. Um, we have that coming up in June. Our registrations are open. You can head over to our website right now and sign up. You get your own personal mentor. Uh, you can ask 
any question you have about life or your present um, career journey, um, you're going to talk with them, all of that. Um, it's all in the big package that we have. It's called a Dream Up Experience. So head over to our website, dreammentorship.org slash dream up. And to sign up, you get all the information um, that you need for that. If you have questions, reach out to our team at info at dreammentorship.org. We definitely want to connect with you. Uh, we do not want funding to be the reason you do not take advantage of this program. If you do need program scholarship, please reach out to our team. Uh, we'll be more than glad to make sure that you get plugged in into the program. Okay. All right, people, this has been awesome. Until next time, I hope to see you. Uh, keep living your dreams because they are absolutely folly. Thank you for listening and going on a captivating journey of inspiration with us. If you'd like to learn more about Dream Mentorship and become part of the Dream Mentorship family, follow us on Instagram at Dream Mentorship or visit our website, dreammentorship.org. Feel free to send us a message and tell us what you loved about this podcast and our wonderful guest. This episode was edited by me, Evelyn Calvo. No matter what your dream is, we can help you make it a reality. And the first step is learning from other women living their authentic dreams. So come back next week for another episode.